Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and I am so excited to have a wonderful conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and yes, even the years to come. So I shared a while back on the podcast that my goal for my 28th year was to have a more sound and stronger mind. I want to share with you the goal I had for my 27th year. And my goal for my 27th year was to be a better friend. I wanted to be more intentional about my friendships and my relationships and connecting with the people that mean the most to me. And I think in some senses, I was successful at growing in the area of friendships, but I know that there was and there still is areas where I could and can grow. I had this realization just before I turned 27 that friendship was something that was designed by God, that was created by Him for my benefit, joy, and pleasure. When you look at scripture, it is very clear that everyone has a need for close relationships. We were not designed to live isolated or alone. And 2020, 2021 speaks to that already, that people are really struggling emotionally, socially, mentally because of the isolation, the lack of community that we're experiencing in some senses. God has designed us to live in close relationship. God created us to be social, emotional beings. And I see in my own life and I see in those lives of those people around me is that we thrive in healthy friendships and we find great fulfillment there. Not only that, I see that Jesus had close friends, that he had Peter, James, and John, and ultimately he had the 12 disciples, but he had close friends that helped carry him through tough seasons, but also that was there to celebrate with him in the victorious moments. God intends for us to have healthy friendships. He designed friendships to be caring and loving and intimate and a great joy for our lives. To have these types of friendships, we need to realize it's our responsibility to find and build them. It is our responsibility to find and build healthy friendships and relationships. If you think that friendships, specifically healthy friendships and relationships, are something that just so happens, I don't think that's correct. Rarely does healthy, long-haul friendship just happen. Now, you might meet somebody and you might have great chemistry, and in the moment you're like, oh my goodness, we're besties, and that may catapult you into a long-haul friendship, but that's not what sustains a healthy, long-haul friendship. So today, I want to talk about healthy friendships. What is in the DNA of a healthy friendship? That friendship where you find unconditional love and fun and joy and really a place where you feel safe and heard. You may also be thinking in this moment, yes, Anna, I would love those kind of friendships. I know that those are important, but do you know it feels nearly impossible to have good friendships right now. It feels impossible to connect with people. And can I say to you, no matter how busy life gets, make friendship time 
non-negotiable in your life. I know between work and sleep, family and everyday routines, having healthy and fun friendships can be so incredibly hard. Trust me when I say I am totally here with you. But I also want to challenge you that in the days, weeks, months, and years to come, prioritize building and maintaining healthy friendships. And this is just a little bit of a side note before we get into the healthy part of friendships, focusing on how to build healthy friendships. Friendship time doesn't always look like you're hanging out at Starbucks or making awesome memories hanging in downtown of your city. It might be a FaceTime call or a quick phone call or a series of funny text messages. Some of my very, very best friends in the entire world live hours and hundreds of miles from me. And we make the friendship time a priority in our lives by quick phone calls, quick FaceTimes, text messages, voice memos to each other. And it might not look like we're hanging out at Starbucks because, well, we can't because we live hundreds and hundreds of miles from each other, but we can still connect and we can still build relationship. So maybe even your friend lives like five blocks away from you and you're like, I don't really have time for the Starbucks date. Make time for the texting, for the FaceTime, for the phone calls, for the fun exchanges back and forth through voice memos. You will be thankful that you did it. So now speaking more specifically about building healthy friendships. Now, what I'm talking about here is not acquaintances or even like fringe friends, like friends that you consider, you're like, oh, we're kind of close, but these aren't necessarily your go-to people. What I'm about to share about, I want you to envision the people that are closest to you in your circle. Like if somebody were to ask me to envision my close circle, six people were to immediately come to my mind. These are six people that I do life with in an intimate way. They know me. I know them. We've got each other's back. We've been long haul friends and that's not going to stop or change anytime soon. So what I'm talking about is your close circle. Envision your close circle of friends as I talk about the unhealthy and healthy sides of friendship. And I want you to evaluate, are my close circle friends, are the friendships that I have, the intimate friendships, are they healthy friendships or unhealthy friendships? And as you imagine those things and as I share about signs of unhealthy friendship or even healthy friendship, And you may be already beginning to evaluate those friendships and you might see that there is some unhealth there. That doesn't mean that those friendships are throwaway. We'll talk a little bit more about that if you see those unhealthy signs in your friendships and relationships. So to get started, I want to share with you some signs of unhealthy friendship. And again, I'm talking here close circle. This isn't acquaintances. This isn't some people that you talk to every once in a great while. These are your close circle friends. Signs of unhealthy friendship. The first thing I would say is a sign of unhealthy friendship is that there is an unhealthy give and take balance. Meaning you give more than what you receive back or you take more than what is what you give back. And you might say, how do I know if there's an unhealthy give or take balance? This is what I would say. You feel emotionally depleted after you spend time together. 
And really the bottom line is you're the only one who invests in the person or initiates conversations with them. Again, an unhealthy give and take balance. You feel emotionally depleted after you spend time with them or after you connect with them. That would be my first sign of an unhealthy friendship. The second sign I would say is they don't want you to have other friends. Now, I can't say that I haven't struggled with this before, that I've had friends that I love deeply, and it can be challenging at times when they have another close friend. But ultimately, that would make me a bad friend or it'd make the other person have an unhealth in their friendship that if they don't want you to have other friends. So unhealthy sign number two, they don't want you to have other friends. Number three, not only do they not want you to have other friends, because of your amount of time with that person, you don't have time for other friends. All of your energy is focused on this friendship. You don't have energy for other friendships. And out of this begins a codependency or there's this soul emotion support system in this person that, man, we can't do anything apart from each other. If there's no room for more friends, if there's no room for other people to join the circle, so to speak, that might not be a healthy friendship. The fourth thing that I would say of a sign of an unhealthy friendship is that they are hypercritical of you. Now, I'm not talking about being constructive or bringing healthy challenge. I mean, they pick at you or they uh, critique you often or on everything, whether it be your looks or your job performance or your passions, whatever it may be, they are hypercritical of you. They pick at you. They focus on the negative things. Uh, they really aren't very encouraging. That's what I guess is the biggest thing with being hypercritical. So the fourth sign of unhealth, I'd say, is they're hypercritical of you. The fifth thing, which I think is huge, especially in today's culture, is they pressure you to change your values. I see this so much right now that there are people who are saying things like, we just can't be friends if you and I don't see eye to eye on X, Y, and Z. And can I say... There might be a lot of people who disagree with me on this, and that's totally fine. I think that's really shallow. I have friends that we politically don't agree on everything. We actually disagree on much. Socially, we don't agree on everything. But that doesn't take away from their character or my character or our ability to have a healthy friendship. So I'm just going to be real. One of my biggest pet peeves that I see on social media right now or people having conversations in general is like, I can't be friends with you if we don't agree. And now again, you might not agree with what I'm saying and that's totally fine. But I think that is a really easy way out. I think it's better to have a conversation and to be a listener and a learner from people. And the thing is, if you've got a close friend that almost shames you into submission when it comes to their beliefs or values or they pressure you to change your values or beliefs in any kind of way, major red flag of an unhealthy friendship. Sixth thing, sixth sign, I would say is they struggle with you being successful. If there's one thing that you need in a healthy friend is somebody who can cheer you on and know that your success does not take away from their success. So in short, 
I would say a unhealthy sign for friendship is this idea of jealousy. They don't want to see you succeed. Or if you do succeed, we're going back to point number four, they become hypercritical of you. They try to tear you down or make you feel discouraged in some kind of way. And last but not least, number seven, I would say unhealthy sign for friendship is that you can't challenge or bring constructive criticism. So this is different of being hypercritical, but if you can't challenge a friend or bring constructive criticism, I don't know if that's healthy. There are times where I've been challenged by a friend and it was the best thing that I needed in that moment. I needed somebody to come alongside of me and hold me accountable and question some of the things that I was doing. Again, not to be hypercritical or not because they didn't want to see me succeed. It was actually because they wanted to see me succeed. So I would say a sign of unhealthy friendship is you can't challenge or bring constructive criticism. If the person doesn't want to grow, if they don't want to learn, if they don't want to learn maybe some things that are challenging or hurting you that they're doing, that might not be a healthy friendship. And if you notice as I've been sharing these seven signs, which aren't crazy extensive, but when I look over the scope of our culture and the communities that I have observed, I would say that these seven signs are the ones that I see most often in unhealthy friendships. I'm sure you could add to this list, but these are the seven things that I see most often. And it may be easy to take this list and see it as an in through the lens of another person, like, oh, they are hypercritical, or they don't want me to have other friends, or they just suck the life out of me, or um, they can't be challenged, or they struggle with me being successful. Instead of putting another person in this list, I think it's also important to ask these questions about yourself when it comes to being a friend. So ask yourself, when it comes to me being a friend, is there an unhealthy give and take balance? Do I not want my friend or my friends to have other friends? Not only that, but Is the way that I'm a friend make it that the other person doesn't have time for other friends? Is there codependency and crazy emotional support that we can't have friends outside of just the two of us? Am I a hypercritical friend? Do I pressure my friend or friends to change their values? Do I struggle with my friend or friends being successful? Do I struggle with jealousy? And then the last thing is, can I not be challenged as a friend? Can I not get, receive constructive criticism? Don't just look for it in other people, but also look at, it, at yourself. Am I being a healthy friend? Healthy friend. Now, as you think through that list and you think about your close circle, if these traits or practices are a part of your friendship, I don't believe that means you just cut them out. Like in today's world, we're like, oh, they're toxic, done. Like we've like somehow equated that. And I would say before you just cut out a friend, unless there's like extreme unhealth, but before you just cut out a close friend, I want to encourage you and challenge you to try and pursue these healthy traits of friendship. Be this kind of friend that I'm about to share. 
And then also with that, maybe this is something that you can have a conversation with some of your close friends that maybe you see on health and say, hey, I'd love to have a conversation. I value this friendship so much that I want it to be healthy. So I would love if you and I, moving forward, could be more intentional about these things. So again, I'm not saying if those unhealthy things exist in your friendships, just cut them out. I would say try to pursue health first. But then on the flip side is that as you continue to pursue new friendships, make sure that these healthy things are at the forefront first. Forefront first. So here are my major signs, the major things that I would see when it comes to healthy friendships. The first thing that I see in healthy friendships is unconditional love is present and practiced. Unconditional love, meaning regardless of what you do or don't do, who you are or who you aren't are, you are loved. You are cared for. You are simply loved, period. Unconditional love. I have several friends in my life where I have missed the mark big time and they had a front row seat to it. And you know what? They loved me through it. I I think of one friend in specific comes to my mind right now that was with me in a, a major failure in my life. And what she didn't do was rub it in my face or tell me that I should have known better. Instead, she walked with me through healing and growing from it. She unconditionally loved me. So first sign of healthy friendships, unconditional love. The second thing I would say is that you and the other person can totally be yourself together. No masks. You don't have to fake your personality or change your values or your beliefs or pick up a new hobby. I mean, if you want to pick up a new hobby, that's fine. But if you're faking some kind of hobby or enjoyment in order to maintain this friendship, that's probably not the healthiest friendship. I would say if you can totally be yourself. I can think back to high school where I had this friend who's still a friend of mine, but she was a much closer friend in that season. We now live in different states, different parts of the country. And we were totally opposite from each other. But what made our friendship was so special was, honestly, we both needed a friend. And uh, we just got to be ourselves together. It was like one of those friends where I could just feel like I could let down my hair and relax. And so I'd say with your friendships, do you have those people, those friends in your life where you can totally be yourself? The third thing, the third sign of healthy friendships, I would say is that there's a respect of time and boundaries. This friend isn't a friend that demands a lot of you. Instead, they just want to be a part of your life in a healthy way. And and the same token, they respect your other friendships. They're cool with you having friends outside of your friendship with them. The fourth thing I would say is that you can have hard conversations with this person. You can have the hard conversations about maybe some struggles that you're having or some doubts that you're having. You can also have conversations maybe that are hard about some things that are challenging in your friendship. Can you have the hard conversations with this person? And at the end of it, will they still love you unconditionally? I would say that's a sign of a healthy friend, of a healthy friendship. Number five. 
you can trust that what you share with them will stay with them. In short, they won't gossip about you. They won't share your business with everybody else. Are they a trustworthy person? Trustworthy. That what you share with them will stay with them. That's a huge sign of health. Number six, they're consistent or the friendship is consistent. A healthy friend is somebody that they don't change the way you they treat you based on circumstance. So I guess a good way to look at it is when things are good, are they still there? When things are challenging, are they still there? Is this a consistent friend? Number seven healthy sign is that you guys can have fun together. I think this is so important. Sometimes we can get so caught up in friends like being so deep and serious and those things are important, but can you make memories with this person? Can you laugh together? Can you have fun together? Having fun, major sign of friendship health. And last but not least, number eight, do they show or does this friendship show a genuine interest in what's going on in your life, what you have to say, and how you think and feel? Bottom line, do they care about you? Not just what you offer them. Do they care about you? Real quick, unconditional love is present in practice. You and the other person can totally be yourself together. Respect of time and boundaries. And there's also respect for your other friendships. You guys can have the hard conversations together. You can trust that what you share with them will stay with them. Number six, this friend is consistent. Number seven, you can have fun with this friend. And number eight, this friend shows a genuine interest in what's going on in your life, what you have to say, and how you think and feel. Bottom line, they care about you. Not just what you do or what you offer, but you as an individual. So again, I want to say this. If your close friendships don't have these healthy habits or that you're noticing your close friends don't necessarily carry these things or these traits out, that doesn't mean the friendship is a throwaway. Instead, I would encourage you and challenge you, number one, to be the healthy friend, to be the kind of friend that unconditionally loves, that you are the one that invites individuals to completely be themselves, that you are respectful of time and boundaries and their other friendships, that you are a consistent friend, that you're not a gossiping friend, that you're a friend that can have fun. So I'd say that'd be the first thing. And then the second thing is have a conversation. Don't throw away the friendship. Instead, use this podcast episode as a platform or as an opportunity to have a conversation. And it could be simple like this. Hey, I'm sorry when I missed the mark on respecting your time and your boundaries. I sense that I really burned you. I want to be more intentional. Can you and I move forward in creating healthier habits for our friendship? Or it could be simply, and this is my favorite, is I feel statements, which I'm going to link in the show notes, one of my episodes where I explicitly go over I feel statements, and that is the episode is called Having the Conversations We Hate to Have in the show notes where I talk more about these I feel statements where you could say, hey, I feel a little confused and a little conflicted because it seems as late there's been a lot of hypercriticalness in our friendship. 
And I would like if moving forward, both you and I could be less critical of each other and more encouraging of each other. And again, this isn't you're putting tons of blame on them. You're taking ownership as well. That you're saying, hey, together, let's move beyond hypercriticalness. Or you could even say, you know, the boundaries of building other friendships. You know, I feel as though there isn't a lot of room for friendship for you or for me outside of this friendship. What if you and I, moving forward, made room for others to join our circle or for other friendships? Again, have a conversation. Don't just throw away a friendship. However, if you notice that there is very little room for growth and you try to have healthy conversations, it may be time to move beyond that friendship and start seeking out healthy friends. And again, I want to challenge you that don't let friendship be something passive in your life. Friendship is priceless. It is a gift. And healthy friendship takes work. That's the truth. It takes work. It doesn't just happen. But if you put in the work, having healthy friendships will make all the difference in your life. Put in the work. Fight for healthy friendships. Why would you let something as significant as friendship be something you don't fight to keep healthy? Fight for healthy friendship. Fight for healthy friendship. I'm going to say it one more time. Fight for healthy friendships so intentionally in this area because you will reap abundantly. And just as one last thing, I want you to keep in mind that in all healthy relationships, we should be asking, what can I do to benefit and love my friend? Not, what can this person do for me? So if you want healthy friends, healthy friendship, be a healthy friend. Model healthy friendship. Ask yourself, what can I do to benefit and love my friend? Not, what is it that this person can do for me or bring to the table for me? I am not perfect at this. This is an area that I'm still growing in. But these were some major things that I learned in my 27th year when I focused on growing as a friend, being a better friend. And these are things that I'm still learning and growing in. So today, I invite you to go on this journey of being a healthy friend, of building and prioritizing healthy friendships. Because friendships, they were given to us by God. We are created to be social and emotional beings. And a major part of that is healthy friendships, healthy relationships. And it's our responsibility to build those healthy friendships. May today be the day that both you and I choose in a new and fresh way to sow intentionally into our friendships, into building healthy friendships so that we may reap abundantly the gift of of unconditional love, of friendships that stand the test of time in the days, weeks, months, and years. Yes, years to come. I love you, my friend. And I can't wait to talk to you next week.